0: All right, it is a big day, it's a big game. And the song tells you we've got a big guest. He's 6'3 and a half. Is that about right? Yep. All right. I missed the hello if you said it. Hello. Hello, there he is. Ken you said in Vegas. <laughs> I am literally, I swear to God. If I was working at NORAD today...
1: Oh, we'd be in trouble.
0: It's all over. Yeah. No, we'd be dust. <laughs> would not be pretty. This is one of those days. Motor skills are the first thing to go. I think. Uh, apparently, from, from what I've seen, I, I would have to agree. Yeah. yeah, we go to battle. You got my back, right? You're behind me every step of the way. Every step. Every step. Of, of the way. way behind you. All right. Let's let's get right into this. What a game tonight should be. We'll see if it lives up to the expectations. Let's do the business part of this. Spin the wheel, Terrible Herbs. It's a home game. $1,000 VGK game day giveaway. Get the Terrible Herbs on your way to the game. Spin the wheel. Who knows? Uh, If you're home watching, you want to eat good, save some dough, 20% off the hat trick special. A sub, fries, and a drink at John Smith Subs, 9701 West Flamingo. And if they're on the power play, you know the drill on Twitter, Adam S. Cutter, you can win tickets to a future Golden Knights game. So, Mr. Bulky. Game five, grand larceny, pretty close. And, I mean, but
2: they they kind of earned one after game two.
0: So, yeah, no, then there's nothing wrong with that. That happens. I mean, Vegas should have won game two. Colorado should have won game we play five. Seven. That's why you play seven. What do you make of the Bednar thing? Um, he'll probably. I think it would nah, be, be fine. Probably a false. You hope it's for the guy's sake. You hope it's a false. I game. think it'll he'll be, be fine. I can't
2: imagine a coach that's not vaccinated. Yeah. Players, I kind of at least understand it a tiny bit. Coaches, it makes absolutely no sense. I highly doubt he's not vaccinated. That's why I think they're they're confident enough to say it's irregular. Like, why is he positive? I don't know. He's vaccinated. <laughs> Let's call it irregular.
0: <laughs> that's the category.
2: Like, that's basically what I think it is. It's like, well, that can't be. Okay, test it again.
1: Again, it goes back for me. There, there have been... A few false positives here, yeah. But I'm, I'm. Who's doing the testing here? Do we need to find another outfit to do the testing? I mean, that's been from the beginning. How do we know they're all right? Has
2: anyone ever gone back and made oh. sure that everyone who got tested positive actually had the virus in them?
0: Could you no. imagine? You imagine if they found out Tuesday that John Rom was a false positive? Wouldn't oh. shock me. The million eight flushed. Would not shock me. That's the nature of this thing. All right. Colorado, I don't... They're so good. And I think I think both of these teams are very good. And there's so much on the line. Like, this is not one of these things. Oh, the punch to the gut, the letdown thing. Vegas said after game two, we got to go do what we got to do. They're facing elimination. If they stick to what they did in the first... Half of that game, at least, or the first two periods of that game. Most of it, yeah. I mean, they played a dump and chase game, and they finally, I thought, it took a lot of time to figure out, just dump the damn thing in. And they did, and it worked.
2: Well, it's where they were dumping it in, too. They, they were consciously keeping it away from Flurry. Which makes a huge difference, because when the Golden Knights have six players on the ice using their stick, they're way better at breaking it out than when there's only five. If Flurry's standing in front of his goal, it's a lot harder to break the puck out. They they were much better at picking where it was going to go in. Cross corner, short to the corners, hard around. They were doing the right things there. I, The biggest thing to me is, like, Colorado played a great game. I don't think Vegas played poorly, and it looked like it did. So if Colorado
0: does it again, Vegas is going to have a hard time. That game was so weird. All right, game five. The first period until the goofy goal. Like, did either of you guys watching that? I was like, they weren't doing anything m- much, Vegas, but they were never in distress. Correct. You, know, you know, when you go on the road, it's like, survive the first five minutes or the first 10 minutes. It was like, Okay, there was kind of a boxing match where there were just jabs being thrown. And then after the goal, I don't know if it was a shock to Vegas' system, and then Colorado went off in the second, and Flurry saved the day because it could have yep. been 4 or 5 yep. nothing. But that first period... Even though it looked like they, they were getting murdered in, in the game. Yeah. It's... But the first period, they, were, they survived. They were fine. Beyond survived. Again,
2: I, I think the big part of it is like Colorado comes in with this new attitude of let's get it in the corners, let's play a little simpler of a game, and Vegas responded to it fairly well. The problem is... When Colorado's playing that game with the ability for them to break out of their own zone themselves, it's real hard for Vegas to have any extended zone time. It's how I thought the series was going to go all along. I thought they were all going to look like this. And if they did, Vegas loses in five or six. It didn't happen. So the question is, can the Golden Knights get back to doing what they did in the, first cu- or the last couple of games, three and four? If not, this thing's still very much up for grabs. If there's one more game, like three or four, Vegas is going to win for sure. But if they can't, and if they believe this is the new Colorado, this is how they're going to play, look out.
1: Yeah, it, it seems to, It feels to me like it's, it's, color, it's in Colorado's court in that if they try to skate it in, if they try to go east-west, then, then they're going to have trouble. They're going to get eaten alive. Yeah. All right, if they play the game they played last game, Vegas is in trouble, in Correct. my opinion.
2: Correct, because there's really no answer for it. I talked about it on, on my little Twitter space yesterday. Like, when a team is putting the puck in and has the speed to get in behind you, you have to do one of two things. Either challenge higher up in the neutral zone, which is super dangerous against a fast team, because if they put it in earlier, now you're really in trouble, or back off. And if you back off and give them a better gap to enter and they recognize it, they're going to take it and kill you. It's, it's part of the problem of being the underdog. You're not as good as them. Doesn't mean you can't win. They won three out of five. or three. Yeah, what, three out of six? Three out of five. I don't know. Like <laughs> yeah, numbers. Yeah. But to me, they have to figure out how are we going to change what happened in that game. And I, I think the biggest thing that they can do better is they can help defensively in the neutral zone. They're trying to just trap it and force them in. Instead, you got to break the play up a little bit earlier. You can't live without the puck again in this game. I just think they have to have more possession. I think they can, because it's going to come in waves, just like it has throughout the series. It just it feels a lot to me like after game two.
0: Okay, roster note from this morning. It it would appear. I, I you and I it's like, it's just a laugh. A, yeah. I know I'm not doing it like this high up because you're here, but it would appear. Reeves is back in, and Brown is out.
2: Might as well play without a center. <laughs> Who needs one? I mean, they've proved all year that you apparently don't need high-end centers. But I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, I would understand it if you're taking out Colazar or Carrier to put Reeves back in. If you want that presence, this makes absolutely no sense to me.
1: Well, you're talking about clogging up the neutral zone. Reeves is not going to help you do that.
2: Oh, the Opposite. Yeah, and if you ask for help from him, good luck. Right, right. Like I, I, I just I don't understand it. I haven't understood a lot of them. I didn't understand Holden coming out. In oh, game but four. Oh, that,
0: that's the other one. Uh, our, well, it's a big game. He went with Hague at home. Holden on the row. What was he doing Holden. there? Sticking with Holden sticking yeah. with Holden. Yeah. Cool.
2: I think that's that the right sense. decision. Yeah. I mean, he, Holden's been good. He's he he real was. good. Holden's been. Holden's been one of the better guys at keeping the puck in the zone. He's he's playing aggressive.
1: I like it. Yeah, he's made good decisions every time he's on the ice. Yeah, he's whether, been good. Passing the puck, when to pinch, when yep. not to pinch, yep. all that
0: stuff. It didn't dawn on me. I don't know if I talked to you on the phone. But we mentioned it yesterday. Uh, I should have noticed it sooner. But Randon wins game two in OT, right? That shot, right at his neck. Yeah. Okay. Then there were. And then, then all of a sudden, the light bulb went off the other night. I'm watching. Wait a minute, that happened like three times the other night too. They're shooting his head. Yeah, four four times. Yeah, I mean, and, and Flurry's made at least three saves where he just kind of ticks it with his collarbone yep. area, and it pops up in game the air. Saver against, or it hits him in the head.
2: Yeah, game they, saver. They are, they comfort.
0: are shooting at his head.
2: Yeah, I think it's the right thing to do. You, you can't score low on him. Who has scored low on him? It just doesn't happen. I mean, they had three or four chances. Cross ice pass, guy coming back across with a great opportunity, and he closes the door. I don't know how he does it, but he does. Those are goals on Grubauer. Those are goals on Leonard. He's been unbelievable. And, yeah, I, th- I think you've got to get the puck up on him and probably more on the blocker side than on the glove side.
0: I mean, I saw, I mean, I mean, they're, they're throwing it right at his Adam's apple. I mean, the Saab <laughs> one is a high blocker side shot that he tries to glove. I'm convinced. I'm a thousand percent convinced. Steve Carp and I were in friendly debate slash argument the other night. I'm like, no, that wasn't. I go, yeah, I don't know, man. I think that would. I think that's off the stick because, a positionally, all the guy could have done was shoot from there. Yeah. So he should have been positionally better. But as the, as this comes off the stick, he does that little rise and flinch. And then brings his arm across his body to try to catch it. To me, he's showboating. it, It should not go in. To
2: me, he's showboating. You think? He wanted to catch it, and he wanted to end the period with the puck in his glove.
0: I don't know. As opposed
2: to putting it out to the side. And he said, "I felt stupid when well, I he, did he it.
0: felt stupid. Yeah. Well, the
2: way he reacted,
0: yeah. But a goalie's not—I know—but a goalie's not going to say it. Yeah, I, was it Martinez? Yeah, it was Martinez. And like, yeah, the guy that the, does nothing but block shots. He's not going to go. Well, he went on Martinez stick. He's not going to throw him under the bus. Probably, not, a, but if i mean, in, you know—that goal should not be scored. There's no, no getting around that. No, but but, uh, but then again, then that
2: maybe that made them win the game.
0: I believe it. I I do believe that, and."
2: It got them going. It yeah. got it got him going. Well, he was amazing. It got them feeling like we got to get this back for Marc Andre. Like, I think it absolutely was a motivating factor. I sent
0: a tweet out, got one right, at the end of the first. Rare. Yeah. No. I said, oh yeah, but the, the, the precursor to the tweet was every blue moon. Yeah. But at the end of the first period the other night it said, Vegas played the solid road period. That goal's tragic. Mm-hmm. And the rallying cry in the room right now should be, That guy has bailed us out all year long. Let's get it back for him. Stone basically said that word for word yeah. after the game. Yeah. I mean, and that's that's just hockey. One I mean, you the, want the guys back. The
2: problem is they they didn't exactly play the way to get it back. They were handed a couple of opportunities and they capitalized on well, the opportunities. Good for them in doing that. Well, but the guy who bounced back was Flurry because if yeah, if correct. it wasn't for him, the game's long over. Correct, and that's that's kind of you're saying like who bailed them out? Well, he bailed himself out. He did really. He, he, they didn't bail him out. Yeah. And to me, the biggest thing, like, you th- you think back to that game, and I've watched it twice. I watched it live, and I watched it again last night. The Golden Knights had about five legitimate chances. They scored on three of them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: The-, the Amps had about 20, and they scored on two of them. And really, they scored on one of them that sh- wasn't even one
0: of the 20. Right. Well, that was, honestly, again, that's kind of a hockey thing. I remember I got another one right. It was Montreal, Toronto, and it was overtime. And Toronto, like literally, they threw the sink, the shower, the tub, the fridge. I mean, it was like they had twelve shots, twelve nothing shots, and go in the one overtime. And it's like, <laughs> you think for Campbell's down there going, please for the love of God score because the first time you come down here, they're scoring. Yep, that's what happened. Yep, and and, and so now that's for Grubauer. <laughs> in a game yeah. like that, you're like, oh God, no, don't come down here. Yeah.
2: Well, please don't shoot it into the same guy's feet twice and give up a breakaway because then you watch the oh, fact that you shot. Tell it. Me
0: about you gotta listen. It's that, just been bad. Graves that, has not been good. That's hockey IQ. Yeah, there, you know, especially in overtime, they've lacked it. If there's not a shot lane, if if it, if it's not a clear cut shot lane, and oh by the way, read the situation. Oh by the way, it happens to be the best defensive forward in the game. Shoot it in the corner. Well, and then. Beyond like he made he just kept making mistakes.
2: The first shot is poor. He gets it back. The second shot is worse than the first one. Then he's admiring the bad shot (laughs) and loses the slowest guy on the ice to a breakaway. At the end of a shift. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, right. 50 seconds into a shift. Like crazy. But you know, and, and that's the thing. That's that's the crazy thing about about hockey, and I think it happens in a lot of sports. Mark Stone was not playing a good game. If Comfort's shot goes in 40 seconds before, we're sitting here saying, Game 5 Mark Stone came back. But instead, he gets his breakaway because the other guy makes a dumb play twice. And he scores the goal at game winner, and now he's the hero. And now uh, Mark Stone, know, end of series thing, it vanishes.
0: It's crazy. I, I don't know that we glossed over it, but you're you're right. I mean that nine times out of ten, that first opportunity ten seconds in's a goal. Goal. It was a horrible shot. Shot right in. It's a
2: very tough shot. I'm not I'm not saying like I'm not I'm not going out here saying like, oh, he's gotta do better with that shot. It was a terrible shot. He's got seventy percent of the goal to shoot at and he shot it into the thirty. Like you just you you, you can't do it. That's that's the difference. Well the margin for error is so It's tight. And, and it's real tight when you're Colorado and you've only outplayed them in three of the five games. That's how you end up in a position where you trail by a game coming back on the road. And now if they outplay them in the next two and it goes down and we say they outplayed them in five of the seven, they'll probably win four games. But if Vegas outplays them one more time, they will probably win.
0: So what do we actually see tonight? You're six games in. You guys, they know each other, the familiarity. It probably comes down to will, determination, execution. The last one's the most important one. Right. Yeah. I mean, and... I'm happy you said it like that, because
2: we, we, we go overboard on those first two. Yeah. And and while they absolutely matter, execution matters more.
0: Well, I was going to, and, and, you know, it's, it's a roll the dice thing. Well, I'll ask you. I asked Mike Lewis in the last... This morning, I was going to ask DeBoer, didn't, didn't, you know, whatever, wasn't my day, but I was going to ask him, you're six games in, you know them, they know you, you make adjustments, it's a chess match with the coach, but when you get deep into a series, and every series kind of takes on a life of its own, Yep. but to a degree, is it actually easier for the coaches now, or... Because the margin's so slim that the one little decision you
2: make could be the difference. I think it's harder
0: Uh, because
2: everything that you thought was going to work that you found before the series, you've already implemented, and it's either worked or it hasn't, and you can keep leaning on the things that have worked and go away from the things that haven't. At this point, especially after you play a game like the Golden Knights just played, he has to have a new answer for his team they have to what is that new answer and I think when you look at that game and you say man if they play like that again I don't know what our answer is gonna be
0: and, and the thing is Stevie if either guy reads something but and he tinkers with it if it blows up in your face right I mean you have to you've, there's a fine line to to not get knee-jerk or overreact to something you're watching or over-adjust. Especially if you're ahead.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, your team is who it is. You know, That, that execution thing rang a bell with me. Not last game, not last night, rather, but the game before. The other's game was getting away from them, and Trots called a timeout. He called a timeout, I believe it was in the third period, and said, hey, boys, we're, we're starting to lose how we need to play to yep. win this game, and got them back executing the way they need. They, Exec- were, they were up three.
0: Boston got two, so it's five four. He called the timeout, and he got in their face. And I think whoever, I think it's Pierre, was between the benches in that series. He's down. Keep going, attack again. Yeah, they had they had gone into protect, play the clock yep. mode. Yep. and that timeout won the game because now Boston still come at him with the goalie pulled at the end. But that window from the six-minute mark to when they pulled the goalie, the Islanders it turned it into a game again. Where, you know what I mean? That they, they kept, yeah. they weren't sitting back. Yeah.
1: So, so again, execution is spot on. And I don't know that it gets easier for a coach. I mean, maybe you know you kind of know who you are going through a series, but you still have to make good coaching decisions during the game.
0: Well, well and there's, the big there's, one is who to put out when. Well, and there's
2: new lines now. Yeah, that that's the difference. Is is we're coming back here with a different group. It's not as simple as circle the one line and then whatever, however it may fall. That's all there is to it. Now, all of a sudden, there are two options here with them ripping apart that top line. You can't underestimate McKinnon, no matter who's on his line. Now you've got Landeskog on a line that can score coming off a weirdly bad game for Gabriel Landeskog, you got to be careful where you're putting them out and how that's going to go. And I think it's more likely that it's a wash with the top six this time and it comes down to the bottom six. Golden Knights may need a goal. And I'm not sure where it's coming from. It almost has to come from Watt, Juan Tuck. Do you,
0: do you think like this is a... Like a 1-1 nail-biter kind of game? Yeah, I think it's a, a game. Or a game featuring a boatload of chances? Yeah, it's a little scoring game. How,
2: how, much, how much of you thinks that it's possible that Colorado is, is toast? That they've lost three in a row, no. that they've lost all their confidence, and that they're just going to
0: crumble? You, you mean to say that with conviction?
2: Like, do you think it's possible that they will crumble? That they will come in here, the game will not go exactly how they want in the first 10 minutes, and they will fall apart. Well, I think it's very possible. I,
1: I, well, can I would see think... that happening. I can see that happening. If if, well, if, can... if Vegas comes out and Jeff runs through them. Even like if it's you said, 0-0? Yeah, yeah, in, in the first 10 minutes. I,
0: I I can see, you know, not helping anybody here, but I can see a myriad of situations. Vegas steps on their neck, gets the lead, Colorado chases the game. Starts pushing Vegas. Then when they get the 2-on-1s and 3-on-2s. Hit their chance. They light them yeah. up. And then they quit. Or I could see Colorado coming in here pissed off and playing a great game. Playing a dump and chase game. I could see Colorado getting up 2 nothing, And everything I just said about Colorado, you can apply to Vegas. And Vegas starts chasing the game. Or I can see us you know, see us watching this thing till uh one in the morning in double or triple overtime. But I don't think it's going that far, but But your your point is is here's the difference. And when we say, you know, you the punch to the gut or the tough loss, like Winnipeg. Well, Colorado's not Winnipeg. You know, yeah, they're a don't lot you better. don't yeah. you think don't yeah. you think really good teams are far less prone to the crumble? Yeah, I would mean, do it's the same
2: argument as, as Vegas in game seven. It's like, well, they're they're not gonna crumble because they when have they ever crumbled? And this team has a history of not crumbling, Colorado. They were down they were down late in a series last year. They were down, you know, late in a couple of games last year and came back. Like there have been times where they've fought back into series and put themselves back in positions like this. So and Vegas is historically not good in closeout games.
0: It, well, only the one, right? Minnesota was the first one. They beat games. Vancouver.
2: No, at home. Oh, at home. It's it's the only one they've won at home, sure. But there's only been three. Right. Or two. This is the the thing. The thing with these guys. This is the fourth chance.
0: We keep yapping about McKinnon. You know, okay. But you're sitting there on that team that a Landeskog or a Rantanen or a McCarr. Burakovsky. Or Burakovsky. That's the he one. He flies.
2: That's the one. Yeah.
0: But, but one of those guys is capable of having a night. He's Marcius. So
2: when you need one, he's got to be there to give it to you. And if he's not, you're going to have a hard time winning. And so far, he hasn't been. And in, in many ways, he's actually been very Marcius esque in that he's
0: been bad at times and given plays away. How, has, by the way, how has everybody's, I'm not saying maybe, maybe, You haven't changed. But the clutch nature of March is so that this continually keeps happening when they need something. Every time. That it it gets turned into him. I'm just curious the overview. I mean, remember last year up in the playoffs? Oh, he's taking bad penalties or he's this or he's that. Then there'd be stretches, maybe, you know, have a drought or whatever. How much has this clutch aspect of what he's done here in this postseason? change the over narrat- overall narrative on him and his importance to the team.
2: I think they need one more win. He doesn't have to have anything to do with it, but they have to get one more win. If they get the one more win, he was a huge reason why they made it this far. If they don't, it'll just it'll be just like that San Jose goal. He scored the most incredible goal you'll ever find in the NHL. A team gives up four on the power play, blows a game in game 7 on the oh, yeah. road and the dude scores it's right a, a before the bell. Like yeah. it's unreal. It's forgotten because his teammates couldn't it, back him up behind it. I think the same could happen here. If they lose these two games and he doesn't score, all this is forgotten. It's gone. And and his this has always been him. He'll get you that goal. He'll get you that moment. He'll drag you out of the fire at times. But but he also he's he is who he is. Yeah. He's a bit of a goof, and he might make a mistake here or there. Oh, you live with it. And it, it, it yeah, it's great. And he, he, and the person himself, he fits in well, this it, locker room.
0: To a degree, I mean, I'm when not compa- I'm not comparing to him because I know you can we can be critical of him. But the cadre, Tom Wilson, people you stand there and go. Will they ever learn? And you're like, well, okay, yeah, it's easy to say that. But the fact is, all the other things they do are wrapped around them playing that way. You know, c- can you just keep it in the right, on the edge of the envelope and not go over the top? And then it marches, and it takes a bad penalty or this or that. And people, and you get critical of them. Yeah. But the fact is, when a guy, when you play like that with a, an edge like that, and yeah, you do something stupid, but at the same time, he got the clutch goal because yeah. he's playing with that same Correct. fire and intensity. Correct. Well, what was more important? Now that that you know that Tuesday in January when he took the dumb penalty. Well, I mean he did it in the playoffs last. But year, or so the play. But but at the same. So even if it's in the playoffs, yeah, you live with that. But if he if he's tying the game or winning three games, and he gave you know you don't want to score two and cause three.
2: Right, and then the question is: Has he scored five? And now something's going to go the other way. Like that's why I don't think we've. Compl- I can completely go on the other side of it yet. I like Marchesau. I've always been a Marchesau guy. I've never been on the on the bandwagon of get rid of him. I've always thought it's possible because I don't think he matches necessarily with De Boer. But to me, that's the type of guy a team needs. Like you, you've got to have that guy. You've got to have that one guy where when you absolutely need a goal. He's going to be the guy that's going to get it for right. you. Let me follow that
0: up. How about DeBoer now? Who does or doesn't fit with DeBoer when DeBoer comes in? A new guy, any facet of life, Stevie, any job, new GM, or you know, a TV station, a new news director, a new GM doesn't matter if you're doing good stuff on TV. That guy's got buddies from Toledo or wherever the hell he came from. Yep. You know what I mean? You have your own inner circle, all right, in any facet of life. to me. It to me. Mm-hmm. All right, but in hockey, he comes in. He's got his ways. He kind of fit in for a while. Then he implements his thing, and he's dealing with what's here. He's here now. He's been here now. How does he adapt To what's here, when you say what fits with DeBoer, how does DeBoer fit with them with what's here? How do you think he's adapted? There's
2: a part of me that wants to start believing that he's allowing them to generate some more of their offense off the rush. But at the same time, when I'm watching how these goals are being scored, it just seems like they're mistakes. It's not his system that's building these mistakes in. That's a normal forechecking play that Tuck scores the goal on. It's very common. Burakovsky just makes a bad read. A horrible, stupid read that was way too aggressive than it should have been. I don't think that's the system putting that in place. Where DeBoer's system has made a massive difference and has made them arguably better and potentially going to win this series is they are elite defensively. Breaking out of their own zone, they're phenomenal. Yes, mistakes are going to happen. It's hockey. But they don't happen nearly as often as they used to. But I also think that it mutes their
0: offense a little bit. A small sample size, but it's trending the right way. Do we, do we call it the emergence or the reemergence of Petrangelo?
2: I mean it would be an emergence. he's he's been the best that he's been. There it's yeah. not even been close.
0: Well, I mean, well when I say re emergence for him back to Yeah, the back Saint to Louis what he stuff. used
2: to be. I mean, he's been so much better. Yep. And and now when you look up and you see that he played twenty six minutes, you're happy about it instead of wondering why. he's been an offensive option. He's helping them break out. He, The thing that I noticed the most in game five was he was not taking the simple obvious play out that they were trying to take away. He would read it, see that that's not an option, and take the next one. And before, he was not doing that. Or if he was doing that, his second option was wrong. Now it's been right. And he's making a huge difference in how they're breaking out of the zone. They're way better with him on the ice than when they're not, than when he's not. And 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 he and that's a huge part of, like, why did we think Colorado was better? Because we we didn't give the Golden Knights credit for what Petrangelo could be because we saw 65 games of him not being it. So now that he's it, they're not nearly as far behind as what we thought coming in. Kadri goes out. They're not nearly as far behind as what we thought coming in. They've got an answer for McKinnon. Now they might be the favorite. It was this close, and it still is this close. It, Oh, yeah. The McKinnon thing, though, man, oh man, when is that going to change?
1: <sighs> the, you never know uh,
0: with well, him. So that, he can go off at any time. That bingo. Yeah. It could, I mean, honestly. And, you know, you know it could be a 1 1 game three minutes into the third, and this guy could get. Three goals in seven minutes. To I mean, I-
2: he's got to be more selfish. He's been way too unselfish. Uh, he, he's been bringing the puck in, and he's trying to go through guys, and then he's trying to find the perfect pass that's to, to tap-in. Stop it. You're faster than everyone out on the ice. Yeah. Shoot the puck and go get it back if it doesn't go in on the first line. I was
1: thinking with this dump and chase, run a play where he's a little behind, and you dump it, and he's the guy that goes and gets yeah. it and does something with it because well, he's going to beat everybody
0: to the puck.
2: Well, and they need to get him to the high slot more he just hasn't been in the high slot enough and and it's it's incredibly difficult to defend when he's up there.
0: Let's let's give full marks here though. This series specifically. But we saw it, we saw it in, in the Minnesota series too. But Carlson March and so Smith. This is kind of turning the clock back Correct. to the first year. And and it's and then, you know what's funny it's like it's the willingness to hover around the blue paint that's created the chaos. They're they're really going to the net or so, someone is always at least in position.
2: Here's the one thing I'll say though is look at the style of play when they've struggled and look at the style of play when they've done well. In the games that they struggled Dallas, the back end of Vancouver plotty plotty get in front of the goal don't let them in there they're not going to go in there if there's not open ice to go in there these teams spread it out a little bit more want to get in on the rush we'll hand you some rush chances the other way and those guys bury these they're so good together they still they're they, yes there's more time in the offensive zone they look like they're on the same page it looks real good and when you're doing that against mckinnon awesome But when you're doing it against anyone else, it needs to generate chances and eventually goals. And to that, it really hasn't.
0: There's no subplot. You know, there there always needs to be a subplot. So, let's see if the Islanders can pull off the upset. The subplot, you got... Hey Vegas, hey Suzuki, right? Subplot. Yeah, well, Pachuretti too, and yeah. ready yeah. back against them, and John Merrill, and, of course. And then if it's the Islanders, you're like, oh god, trots again, right? <laughs> but Tampa, Tampa Bay's is like, you know, like a monster, there's but amazing. Yeah. But there's no subplot.
2: No, but they're just awesome. The subplot is like, you're here again, and can they be the team that wins twice in a row? And no one's done that in a while. Yeah, you're right. It, the, the the trots subplot's a little bit better. That's clear, clearly a better matchup for Vegas. Like, you don't want to play Tampa. They're too good. They're $18 million over the cap, and they're playing like it. They're too good.
0: Okay, Dougie.
2: I mean, it's true,
0: though.
2: Like, you can you can parse it any way you want. It's a fact. And they're playing like they're $18 million over yeah, the cap.
0: Well, but it's not like... McCrimmon and McPhee don't know how to game the system, No, too. but they didn't game it that
2: well. <laughs> yeah. you, you, like, you can only do so much. You, you, like, w- the Golden Knights would have loved to have Max Petcheretti not played a single game and added another $7 million scorer at the deadline. Yeah, that would be great. Couldn't do it. He wasn't hurt the whole year. Their guy was. Doesn't mean the rule doesn't need to change. It does. It's very simple. If a guy's on LTIR the final day of the regular season, he's ineligible to play in the playoffs. I don't know why that's not the rule already. You have to be able to fit them into your cap prior to the season ending. If you can't, he's out. That would fix the entire thing, and it's ridiculous to me that it's not already a rule. Ryan Reeves would not be eligible for the Golden Knights. Patrick Brown would not be eligible for the Golden Knights. Kucherov
0: would not be eligible for Tampa. You know, it's still one, take that. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's still one of the best stories that kind of yeah, just falls through the cracks. Like opening night, when you're talking about game and the system and the cap, and the colossar made the team opening yeah. night. You're like, oh, okay. Well, they wave them, somebody's going to scoop them, and you're like, well, they'll, they'll figure a way to get through. Kids, it's there all year long. You know, thousand chances, finally got the one, but Plays good. He's fine. He's, he's fine. And then, honestly, of all the plays the other night, I love Kolasar blocking the two shots. You know, yeah, I mean, he's, he's doing the he's right doing thing. doing what he he's needs to do. doing the right do. thing, for sure. It, along those lines, here's what scares me.
1: I, I think it's going to be a close, low-scoring game. And I, I, I picture in my mind either Grubauer giving up a weak one because he he's, yep. it, he's getting – He gives up. He's he getting, gives up on plays. He's getting worse as the series has gone along. Yep. And then on the ninth side, and I think you'll agree with me, someone goes by Reeves. Someone just goes right by him.
2: Well, or they just are in the defensive zone too long. I, Those three guys, if they're in the defensive zone for an extended shift, yeah. you're giving up a very, very dangerous chance, yeah. and you've got to hope Flurry bails you out of it.
1: I, I, I don't like him coming in. I, I, I would have I kept the fourth line the way it was. Do
0: we give... The Golden Knights, D, you know, okay, we talk about Petrangelo. Boy, Petrangelo looks good. But across the board, Theodore's been far too quiet offensively for far too long. Well, What do we make of the defensive core? It's good. Uh, yeah. It's very good. It's, it's
2: very good yeah, defensively. Yeah. And they have the ability to help you offensively. I think they rely a little bit too much on their offense just in the way the system is built. like You can't get to the third period of a playoff game with two shots from your forwards. It can't happen. Because none of the shots from the defensemen were going to go in. So, to me, you're relying a little bit too much on it, but it's not... I understand how you end up in that spot. They've been very good. And, and whether it's Hague or Holden,
0: McNabb's
2: well, that, come
0: back in and been good. That's the one I wanted to say. Look, you know how Holden can just... Different style of player, but I always compare Holden to Nate Schmidt or uh, to um, Brad Hunt. And you sit out for a month and you come in like you Same guy. played yesterday yeah. and yeah. just play his game, uh, and it's really solid. But McNabb's return, the penalty kill, uh, the physicality, the whole nine yards. It ain't, there's nothing flashy about this guy's game, but it is so important to this team.
1: Well, they needed a guy to stand Colorado up at the blue line, and McNabb brings that.
0: Yeah, I mean I
2: I don't I don't think he's been all that much better than Haig was or Holden was or however it, so I, I don't see it as a huge difference. I'd rather have him than not have him. I get why they put him in the lineup, but the the Golden Knights aren't winning or losing because Braden McNabb's in there over Nick Haig. I
1: don't think. I'd rather have him in than Nick Haig. Oh yeah.
2: I mean I would too, but uh, but I'm I don't think that's gonna oh, be the I, difference in the I series. I don't think like,
0: I honestly I don't think
2: I think Hague's been fine. But what game did he come back? I don't, I don't even remember. Game,
0: Jeez, was it three? Game, well, was it when of, they were home?
2: Game before, game did, before did he come back no. and they won all three games?
1: No. No, yeah,
2: it,
0: no that's, I, that's, I, that's fair. fair. I mean, I don't
2: know. I Again, I just, having watched all the games multiple times, it does not jump out to me that he's the difference. Going back to that San Jose series, uh, Vlasic was. They changed how they broke the puck out because they had Vlasic. This team's not doing that. The Golden Knights aren't doing that because they have McNabb. He's a good option. I'm not saying he's a bad player. I just don't think he's been the difference.
0: We did on the first hour of Sportsbook Radio, Daniel Nogranio was on, but we're on Sports Sports Grid grid and Series 204. And and we're saying, you know, the comparison, uh, the only way I could come up with it was like, we watch, we've seen, for the most part. I came back in game four, by the way. Every shift these guys have played this year. You know, when you, when you focus, I'm a hockey nut. I'm watching all the games as much as I can. Spot a lot of things. But there are things you miss. And Stone, when you watch this guy game in and game out, The angles, the IQ, the swatting pucks out of the air, block a shot. But, you know, blocking the shot was – I won't say it's nothing. They're all blockages. The key to that play is him saying he blocks the shot. I'm out of here. But the key to the play is reading the play to say, okay, I'm not leaving these guys in a pickle. To read it at the moment that he would instantly to get the edge on Graves. It was the read of the play that was the play. Correct. And then, oh, by the way, it looked like a simple thing, but Pacioretty's pass, a backhand swat right under the
2: tape. It's a good play. Pacioretty's a good player. I mean, again, though, the right positioning from Graves kills that whole thing off, and the Golden Knights are dumping in and changing. He's admiring a
0: shot that's terrible.
1: Yeah. Twice. Yeah, yeah.
0: Steve Carp just... uh, Tweeted in here for me. I, uh Bednar cleared a coach. Oh, cool. Okay. Which we would have expected. Not
2: horribly surprising. I mean, I don't think it would have made it I mean, all that much of a difference I mean, anyway. I mean,
0: It's hey, listen, their seasons on the line. This guy show up on the bench with a hazmat suit on. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean it doesn't matter. Like
2: he doesn't have last change anyway. You know, by the way,
0: why why if we've we've gone I guess we're this far, why change? Why do coaches wear a mask? I have no idea. I, have I mean, no okay. Idea. No, it's stupid. Because- no, you're all vaccinated. You're all doing this yeah, or no whatever. Idea. But in the city's open and this and that. And yeah, you're yeah. around these guys all the time, and you want to communicate to them during the course of a game. So what do they do? So they pull the mask down, down. Yeah, when really they want to talk to a player or a coach? Or it is pointless. Anytime they want to so talk to you, they pull it down. It's like closing a restaurant at ten, and like COVID, here it comes like a yeah, vampire like at ten o
2: two. It makes absolutely no sense. There's eighteen thousand people in the building that don't have to have masks on. How in the world do those three guys have to have? It makes absolutely no sense.
0: And he's the guy that tests gets the irregularity. Well,
2: he clearly didn't have it like i'm sure he's vaccinated i'm telling you like i understand why players would not get it my livelihood is my physical ability okay don't inject me with a foreign subject substance yeah. okay i get that coaches no way
1: you, you, they're gonna get it every single time false positives continue to go up here in Vegas with with hockey related. (laughs) For whatever reason.
2: I liked the Bruce Arians comment today. They uh, they asked him if he he needs to bring in some sort of uh, vaccination expert to to kind of convince his players to get it. He said, no, I'm the vaccination expert. Get the vaccine. (laughs) There's no other question. That's that's what he said. I'm the vaccination expert. Get the vaccine. I like that. And I'm sure the Buccaneers will mostly get it. Brady, maybe not.
0: <laughs> you go in the opener, right?
2: Yeah, that's the plan.
1: Ken, what? What's this number? Might be now? in Tampa before that? What's this number? Ah, teams, teams that it, just come out of a seven-game series, yeah. facing a team that swept their yeah. opponent the previous series are six and 0,
2: five. 5 and zero. The the team that w- went to Game Seven is five and zero. They were four and one in Game One. The Golden Knights turned that to four and two, and they were five and zero in the series. If the Golden Knights could make it six and zero, and if they go to Game Seven, they'll have a chance to make it seven and zero. All right, somebody will. So, so we somebody will
1: make it seven. So, so we want the Vegas Golden Knights to win in seven, so then they can take care of Montreal.
2: Huh? If you believe that, if you believe
0: those stats, <laughs> no, you don't want that. That's not what you want. You win the game if you They're, believe five. If you believe five and zero. If you believe a five-game
2: sample size over the course of thirty years, yeah, sure. Yeah.
0: If, if you believe that, Steve, then you believe the moon is made of cheese. And like my che-
2: and my tweets cause teams to score that first goal in a game late.
0: What, what
2: breaking up a shutout?
0: What flavor yeah. cheese? That's important. Well, yeah. The donuts are done, right? We're not the- <laughs> I mean, if you say shut out, look out. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the no-hitter. You can't. They're going to give it up. I they read your <laughs> Why tweets. Why did you do that? Oh, I, I got that. At, did the one watch party, and we picked the wild that day, Stevie and I. And they go, why did you pick the Wild? I looked at her and I go, why didn't you bet the Wild? Yeah. Like, well, What are you blaming me yeah, for? What it? are you betting me? I didn't Mine, do it. It's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's
2: not my problem. I don't play. I just sit here and yap into a microphone.
0: And It's about the size of it. Hey, Terrible herb. spin the wheel. $1,000 VGK game day giveaway. John Smith subs, you get the hat trick special. 20% off a of sub, fries, and a drink. Adam S. Kuttner on Twitter when they're on the power play. You can win tickets to a future Golden Knights game. Ken Bulky, our pal Jason Pothier, Stu Vegas, Steve Carp. who has got the Sunday article. Well, are you are you doing uh, Up Periscope tonight? I'm yeah, well, yeah. Hopefully, it's a positive one. You got to get that. Isn't there a theme music? For, wasn't that a movie, Up Periscope? Was it? I, I, don't, think know. It was an old, I don't know yeah, that it was one. Movie. Could use Voice to the Bottom of the Sea. Ooh! Now you're showing your age. I like that one. <laughs> I don't know what either those huh? <laughs> are. <laughs> I know hey, Under the Sea. TC and Ballpark, the boys are coming up. Next, and we invite you to keep it right here.